Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Karen Cam Radio Show. The intention of this show is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether it's radiant health, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. If you don't have a copy of my book, you can get the first six chapters free on my website. Just go to KarenCan.com, and I'll gift you those six chapters as well as my very popular clearing and protection spray formula that you can make yourself to create a nice little space in your home. And you can even charge water that you drink to help clear your chakras and um, clear your energy fields. Uh, and of course, there's the six fast track your healing webinar classes absolutely free. I love giving away stuff. So <laughs> there's a lot of stuff there. If you're not on my mailing list, please get on my mailing list. We usually do a group a healing and um, we take callers for many activations and healings every single month so to get notice of when those occur it's usually once a month or twice a month sometimes if we're lucky um, then you can get notice right away when those are up and then you can call in yay okay so today we have a very special call this is Ed Stratcher, who is with us today, and he is a master healer. And the reason we have Ed is because one of our light warriors actually requested Ed to be on the show. So as you know, what I usually do is, and it's no big secret now, everybody knows that I do this, so if I don't know somebody, I just go ahead and check their light score. If their light score is super high, then I say yes without necessarily even going anywhere else. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean they'll say yes because maybe they're super busy, and I know Ed is really busy, so we're just really, really happy and pleased that, first of all, Ed is awesome, and second of all, that he agreed to do this for us. Now, he doesn't live on our, you know, part of the world, so we had to pre-record this, but lucky for us today and lucky for our VIP Light Warriors, they are here on the show, and even if you're listening on the replay, you will also receive, so don't worry about this, that, um, you know, if you're not able to, you know, be in the VIP group and get many healings done, the group healing, you will still be receiving. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit about Ed's uh, self-mastery, uh, self-healing mastery program a little bit later in the show, uh, but let me tell you a little bit more about Ed because maybe you don't know who he is. Now, uh, Ed's website is HealingGenius.com, so you can check out his website. He's an incredibly powerful remote distance healer who specializes in awakening life force and reviving the body's natural ability to heal. So he's healed countless thousands of sick and ill people, depressed people all over the world, sometimes within just minutes, all through internet chat or phone. Originally, he's an electronics engineer. I love it. The, the people with the right and left brain balance is so cool. Um, so he invented an electronic chip used in major defense aerospace systems. And he studied chess with grandmasters in Russia, also trained uh, many of the world's fastest readers with this elite reading genius program. Uh, so he's definitely got a genius IQ, and his uh, intuition allows him to access higher dimensional ideas, put them into practical use for everyday life. Um, and it will uh, sometimes shock and awaken people that uh, uh, he is with, uh, with his deep and profound truths and wisdom. And many people are not previously aware of those things. Uh, so he's ahead of the game, and uh, now it's becoming so, so popular, this whole consciousness movement. Uh, 
Um, so Ed is the author of several multimedia programs such as Reading Genius, uh, Into the Genius Zone, Genius Skills, Energy Healing, and Sixth Sense, and many, many more. He has appeared as a featured guest on radio shows and TV for his depth of knowledge, wisdom, and talent, which enables him to can be considered one of the world's most powerful healers of our time. He's written, produced, and delivered many corporate and public trainings in areas such as product design and management, mental training and peak performance, creativity, motivation, high-tech sales enablement, to name just a few. And he's taught at institutions such as West Point, the U.S. Air Force Academy, U.S. Naval Postgraduate School, and many other blue-chip companies. And Ed's special charity work is helping orphans, and he sponsors and heals orphans in Nepal, India, and the Philippines at present. Cool or cool. Yeah, totally cool. So, Ed, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, welcome, welcome. Really a pleasure, Dr. Karen. Thanks for having me. Mm, this is so great. Now, one of the things that has been going on, at least in my neck of the woods, I'm sure it's everywhere, but uh, with my healing sessions with people, um, is that I have noticed um, over, uh, it seems to be a lot more in the last year, but definitely just more and more over time, that people just in general are getting more and more sensitive and more and more empathetic. Even people who you wouldn't normally expect, like, you know, my uncle or my dad, who's very left brain, you know, doesn't believe in this woo-woo healing stuff. Um, even they are becoming more empathetic. And I have found that the sensitive folks that I work with, and these are all really, really super sensitive people, you know, um, earth angel souls, indigo souls, star seeds, um, that they get even more sensitive than they are, <laughs> they were before. And sometimes when I check them, uh, I'm getting that they are really resonating with something in mass consciousness or they are transmuting something from mass consciousness, if that's a role sometimes. Um, and sometimes it's just not their stuff. So they'll be depressed or anxious or in pain. And then, you know, I'll test and it'll be like, wow, um, you're really feeling what's going on in mass consciousness right now. So let's just get, create healthy boundaries. Let's just remove that from your field. And then they feel better. So I was just wondering from your point of view, having done this for so long, what, what is going on? Like, is this like an ascension thing, um, this increased sensitivity? And why are so many people feeling what's going on in mass consciousness in your opinion? Well, that's a, that's a great question. The energy available from the universe uh, to planet Earth, not the energy in the universe, but the energy available to planet mm. Earth is shifting. And it is rising, which means that both, I'll call it the light and dark side, I generally don't like that analogy because Lucifer, which is the dark side, means bringer of the light. So we'll call it the <laughs> love and light side, um, is rising in power. And there are higher vibrations available to those who tap into them. And as well, there's higher vibrations and higher energy to the dark side. So the dark side's getting darker. And the love and light side is getting brighter. So this is happening. So the higher energy waves are available to those who tune in. And just like sunlight, even if they're not conscious of it, they're going to feel it. They're going to sense it somehow. Now, with that said, there's still a lot of people programmed by the news and actually believe the news is the news, okay, rather than news programming, which is what it really is with the emphasis on that second word. So – you know, you have the dumb getting dumber and the smart getting smarter. And 
So you have this effect on the planet. And what you had mentioned about people healing faster, people becoming more sensitive and awake, and, yeah, those hardcore left brain types, often they're referred to, what's the term, uh, men, Um, the half of the species that is generally of much lower consciousness, they're even starting to wake, and especially the ones wearing suits and ties, where Mm. if you mention the word love, you know, they get a little embarrassed. Uh, They're starting to awaken and become aware of what's available as well. So uh, that effect is there, and, uh, you know, like I said, the dark is getting darker, and you just have to turn on the news to get validation for that. Hmm. Well, that's fascinating. Um, And I think that, you know, a lot of, um, because I have uh, my role, mission, whatever it is you want to call it, is uh, helping uh, entities heal um, and helping people with entity issues heal as well, that what we have found as a group is that um, the, the issues that come up now are more complex um, they are like, you know, what used to be your average demon or ghost or whatever, it's like not a big deal anymore. <laughs> uh, those are pretty easy to deal with. But then, you know, there seemed to be other darker elements that were just, then there were the dark angels, you know, that were like trying to thwart mm-hmm. through people, light, light workers. And then there was something else, um, that, that I have for called darkness of the dark which is like a smoke um and that was super super low light score and that was very very sneaky um and we're still dealing with some of these that crop up from time to time so they're harder to find um so that's really interesting about the light getting lighter and dark getting darker um so but i i I actually missed a spot uh and i i forgot to ask you um how did you in your personal journey become who you are a master level healer and obviously you started you know not started but you're like uh you're uh, an an engineer so what was your transformation well okay so i'm 56 years old now i was pretty prosperous as you mentioned some of my programs i created reading genius amongst others i was a millionaire uh until i was about 43 44 years old and then all of a sudden uh dr karen everything started going wrong i had mirrors break in front of me i had uh employees acting really strange and and doing destructive things totally out of character i couldn't sleep that well and all my finances, and as an author, I'm dependent on uh, deals with publishers and distributors worldwide. They all started falling apart. They started having their own problems. And before you know it, I became a negative millionaire. And when I looked at pictures of myself, I saw this deep sadness in my eyes that I couldn't identify with, and I felt it. So I had to figure this out. And it came to the point where I was deeply in debt. I couldn't borrow any more money. Nothing I tried worked. I had uh, 15 or so business deals fall through one wow. after the other. Never. Yes. And and business deals fall through at times, but it doesn't happen 15 times in a row. So I could feel something supernatural working against me. Absolutely could feel it. In fact, every time a business deal would fall through, it was almost like I could feel them laughing. I could feel his dark face staring down at me. I was a born-again Christian at the time, so I would get out my Bible and say, in Jesus' name, and so forth. And that might have cleared it for a short time, but it came back stronger. So huh. I was right at the edge of my cliff. And 
was at a point where I had about $10 left in my pocket and there was a Home Depot down the road that I could walk to. That was important because my car got repossessed and uh, I could buy a rope and I kept having images in my sleeve of a noose. I even Googled how to tie a noose and it was right there. So I had to find a way and figure this out and or take my own life. So I was right there. So I had a couple of great teachers and healers help me, whereas I had been to maybe 20 healers before. I'd even created a program called Energy Healing where I filmed four healers around the planet. Um, but none of them could help me, and none of the 20 or so healers that I'd been to could help me. And then I found one man, Raymond Grace, who he did something over the internet, not even over the internet. He just said, I'm going to email you in the morning. And I woke up that next morning and it was like the sun came out and I got an email from him and he said, I removed 36 curses. And I just assumed, well, if you don't believe in curses, they don't happen. That's just something that happens in Borneo in Indonesia. You know? uh, well, yeah, I had to learn. I right. had to really learn. And they came back, not as strong, but they came back. And, and when I asked Raymond, you know, I said, they came back. I could feel them. He goes, I don't know. And so I had to figure this out or, um, you know, end it. So I figured it out. And not only then could I remove them, but uh, I could remove them for other people. And one of the things that I discovered, and as you mentioned, I'm an electronics engineer. So when someone tells me they have energy, all right, the amount of energy someone has is this thing called power. So there's this thing called spiritual power or healing power. And I've never seen any healer talk about healing power, and that explains why 99% of them don't have much. Mm-hmm. And so, there, you know, just like if I tell you we've got money, hey, what is it, a nickel, a quarter, five, yeah. five dollars, five hundred, five thousand, five million, five billion? It makes a difference, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. So when you've got energy, okay, how much do you have? So we know that energy is has dimensions to it. We also know that there's a frequency fence around the planet, literally a fence, just like a fence around a sheep farm. And there's only about 75 people on the planet as of now that have broken through the frequency fence into these higher dimensions. So it's not your best-selling authors. It's not the ones who give speeches and talk in an Indian accent. It, you know, <laughs> no, 75 people have broken through. And, the, and everyone else, the common meditators, the common healers, they're blocked right around the fifth or sixth dimension. Now, the dark side, the sorcerers, the witches, and so forth, with their occult knowledge, they can go to the 11th dimension. So oftentimes these curses and so forth are beyond most healers because most healers, most healers are working at the fourth dimension. The really good ones like you are working at the fifth or sixth. And, but the dark side can work until the 11th. So these demons and so forth are there. Um, at the 12th dimension, you cannot get into the 12th dimension unless you come with higher love and knowledge and that is the dimension where we can start restoring life force, the soul. So when Jesus awoke the dead, he restored the soul into the body. When I awaken people's knees, I restore the soul back into the knee. Most people, one of the things that I do when someone comes to me is I measure their soul strength on a zero to 100% scale. So this is ultimately 
crucial, and this is the currency of the universe, is the soul energy. Now, here's the million-dollar answer to the question you haven't asked, but this is what really will help people understand how the universe works. The dark side does not feed off the love, life, and light of the universe. They do not resonate with it. So just like a lion in the jungle, they have to feed off the vegetarians. They have to feed off the ones who feed off the love, life, and light. And so they are the predators. And they're feeding off. They don't want green paper with pictures of dead presidents on them. Okay? Absolutely do not want that. That's a trick currency to enslave the masses. Yet we have to use it. What they want is the soul's energy. And so these demons that feed off people and entities, evil spirits, curses, they drain the soul. And when the soul is drained, then the body starts breaking down. Now, here's the great trick, is when you heal the soul, the mind and body follow. So you mentioned I'm a remote healer, and I heal you know, just about anything, really, uh, across the planet. Well, there's no big secret to it. You heal the soul, and the soul heals the body. And the soul is at another dimension where distance is irrelevant, simply irrelevant. So it's not like massage where you have to touch someone, okay? And so with that soul being on that higher dimension where distance is irrelevant, if you can restore the soul at that 12th dimension and above, you can heal the soul, then the mind and body follow. So, you know, just recently I had a little baby, a grandmother of a little baby, seven-week-old, and you was his name. And he was declining fast. All his vital signs were, were going down. He was in the hospital. His mother, his grandmother shared with me that her daughter, the baby's mother, was a drug addict and she ran away from home. And I saw this baby had demons and everything, and his soul strength was about 35 or 40%, right? Just around 20 or 25 is, is where they cross over to the other side, what most people call death. So I knew he was declining, and I, I sensed that. And I was literally sitting in a massage chair uh, in the Philippines uh, at about 11 o'clock at night my time, which was about 11 o'clock in the morning in her time. She was in Virginia. And she asked me for help. I had helped a friend of hers, and I removed the demons and restored the baby's soul. He also had curses on him from his mother's play in the dark arts with drugs and so forth. And so remove those, and those are often the most difficult and require the most power to remove. The grandmother messaged me back. Her name was Patsy, and she said, I don't know what you did. She goes, but he's up playing with all the nurses. He's giggling. All his vital signs are back. His, his uh, you know, color has come back in his face. And... You know, the next day he was released from the hospital fine, whereas previously they were just pumping medication after medication into him trying to get him to revive. Well, medication Uh doesn't restore life force, Uh and life force is everything. So, uh, you know, in another story, I had a, a, a University of Florida football player. He had four knee operations, ACL operations, and uh, I happened to meet him in a Starbucks, and we were talking. And I said to him, I said, look, the reality is the spirit of your knee, the soul of your knee, the life force in it is dead. I said, another knee operation is not going to help you. We need to restore the life force in your knee. And I said, the spirit of your knee knows how to repair your knee. 
I said, I don't know how to repair it. I can't even spell all those body parts. All right? It doesn't matter. I said, the spirit of your knee, Clayton, knows how to repair your knee. Well, three weeks later, his knee was 95%, never touched him, everything by phone. And he passed his flight physical to become a Navy pilot went to Pensacola, Florida to do so. So, you know, this is what's possible when we reach higher dimensions of energy. This is, uh, you know, my story of how to understand why these 20 or 30 well-meaning, really nice people, lots of great knowledge healers couldn't help me. And one guy could, one guy had the power and I started measuring healing power. Healing power matters. Spiritual energy is nice. Yeah, we all talk about love, but what kind of love are we talking about? Love of hot dogs? You know, love of Jesus or higher dimensional love that just as Jesus said, I am in he and he is in me. The God comes through stillness and we connect to that infinite force within and learn how to reach higher dimensions of it. That's where real power comes from. And real power is what, as men say, separates the men from the boys. And that's where when breaking through this frequency fence and being able to restore life force makes all the difference in the world, Dr. Karen. Mm. Oh, that's a great story. Thank you so much. And it's great to hear what you've gone through yourself because I think that so many people that have, you know, difficult lives um, and then they see someone that's, you know, who they want to be. They want to be a master healer. They want to help people, but they see their life right now. They're homeless or, you know, they're really um, depressed or they don't have a penny anymore, whatever. Um, And to have Mm -hmm. that example that you went from, you know, millionaire to like 10 bucks in your pocket and having been thwarted or sabotaged. And this was your way of getting into who you really are, you know, um, it's a it's a wonderful uh, and inspiring story. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I think it's really interesting you're talking about healing power because uh, in my next module for my uh, Light Warrior Advanced Healing Program, we're actually going to be talking about light power. So with two different words but similar meanings. Um, and this mm-hmm. came to me uh, talking when I was having conversations with Source about something. And uh, and uh, so I, I get these interpretations in English, you know, like what it ends up being like light power. Oh, okay, that makes sense to me. So that was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, you're right. A lot of people don't talk about healing power, but it makes a lot of sense. So uh, one of the questions I'm sure somebody wants to ask here um, that's uh, on the show is, um, so how does one measure healing power? So maybe you can share a little bit of how you do it. Yeah, it's um, it's a great question. Um, truth is a field. Okay, just like gravity is a field, truth is a field. There are fields of knowledge available to those who seek and those who can be still and get out of their own way. Okay, because most people, when they tune into the field of truth, they're not really tuning in. They're just going into what's in their subconscious mind, which may be true and it may not be. It may just be what they believe. So if you can still yourself and that is the ultimate step that's why monks go to tibetans you know meditate for 20 years to master stillness if you can still yourself and use your heart your heart resonates on two energies just two one is love that's outgoing and one is truth which is incoming this is the yin and yang of the heart chakra 
So if you can still yourself and your heart is unblocked, which means you're not angry at your mother or your ex, uh, you know, or the IRS or whoever, and your heart is clear and you can still your mind, you now have the preface to tune into the field of truth. Most people, healers are no different. They have a lot of beliefs. They have a lot of knowledge. They talk. They're in their intellect. And they will never get the field of truth if they're in their intellect. Okay? So it's a matter of aligning your cleared heart through your pineal gland, all right, connecting to higher dimensions of truth. And then truth is available, and this is where master psychics and the Nostradamuses of the world and people like him, of which there are still many uh, present uh, on the planet now, can see and sense what's really going on. Now, with that being said, there's lots of misinformation and disinformation, you know, misinformation, people who are just wrong but mean well, and disinformation for people who don't mean well and are, uh, have billion-dollar budgets, usually with three letters, operating in the big capitals of the planet, MI6, CIA, NSA, uh, the Mossad. Well, they got six letters, but, you know, this is, <laughs> they have billion-dollar budgets, and they are out there disinforming. They are out there literally with satellite projections and, and so forth, uh, fooling many of the channelers. 95% of the channelers are channeling false information. Okay? This is the reality. They project this. There is what we call a Saturn-Moon matrix. The moon is a transmitting station from Saturn, Satan, Saturn, same thing, okay, hitting people with noise and fear that create, to, to keep the sheep at bay. So, you know, when you're talking about uh, separating the light from the dark and tuning in, you have to realize how sophisticated the dark is. And they are ultra sophisticated. Yet, they can't stop you from connecting to higher love. They can't stop you from our love expanding. And in fact, uh, when appropriate, we'll do a group exercise here. We'll show people how to do this and how to connect and how to bypass that. And we can even neutralize the Saturn-Moon matrix effect, at least temporarily, you know, in the short time that we have on the show, so people can feel that effect. Uh, David Icke talks about how the junk DNA, the 97% of the DNA that we don't understand or what it does, it actually, DNA is really antenna. It, that's what it is. It's antenna for certain frequencies in the universe that gives certain characteristics to a, a body or being. Well, the dark side understands this, and they know the frequencies of that antenna, and they can transmit, just like we can control rabbits in a zoo, and we know rabbits' behavior, and we know, you know if we do this or that, they'll behave this way. Well, they do that with us, and most people don't want to admit to it, but Earth is a farm, and they are reaping the soul's energy, and they get the soul's energy from misery, negativity, wars, Fear. That's how they reap the soul's energy. So most people on average are going with a soul strength of 60 or 70%. When you find someone that uh, we'll call it chronic depression or chronic fatigue, and their soul strength is 40 or 50% or less, cancer usually is around 30%, it, their soul is very weak. 
Well, if we can remove the dark side, remove the leaks in their energy field, remove the darkness, and restore their soul, they come back pretty fast. So this is the magic power of restoring our soul. Now, not all of us can be a master healer, yet we all have sovereignty over our own body and soul. That's what's key to understand. So kind of just like the grandmother in Alaska who's got to fend off the grizzly, and the grizzly comes in her window and you know, tries to get something to eat. With conviction and determination, she can take a broom and, and stab that, you know, stab that bear in the mouth with that broomstick and get it out because the bear knows it's not supposed to be there. It knows it's entering someone else's territory. So even though the grandmother may not be a master hunter and is not going to tackle a bear, or not many people can, the reality is we have sovereignty over our own territory, over our own soul. Now, they hope we don't know this. The Pope, the Vatican declares sovereignty over all souls on planet Earth. So if you haven't actively undeclared that, they own you. And when you get a birth certificate, that is a birth. They call it, they spell it B-I-R-T-H, but it's really B-E-R-T-H, just like when a ship comes into a birth. Well, you're the ship, you're the soul coming into the birth of planet Earth, which they control, and so you get a birth certificate. And that's what a birth certificate really is. And they, in effect, declare sovereignty over you. Now, it doesn't matter if you're Catholic or not Catholic or not Christian or atheist. It has absolutely nothing to do with that. Okay? That is the reality of who controls the planet. And the Vatican uh, is the main conduit for Lucifer on planet Earth. That's just the reality. Zionists are the other. There's two. The Vatican and the Zionists. So... And the Pope came out and declared Lucifer as God. So if you Google Pope declares Lucifer as God, you'll see it right in the Mass, okay, where he did so. So this is what we're battling. So this is why when I said the other day how you're dealing with a lot of disinformation, misinformation, and the dark side being ultra-sophisticated. Yeah, well, they, just like the Bible says, uh, come as a, uh, look like an angel of peace and a messenger in white light. Well, yeah. They do. They look like that. So that's why expanding your love and tuning into the higher field of truth with a clear heart is so essential because then you see their vibrations are really low. Then you'll see why, for example, in the Vatican, they have a massive space telescope in Arizona, and the name of it is Lucifer, and it's pointed at the sun because the sun is the dimensional portal into our solar system. Every star yeah, you see that. there is a dimensional portal. Every star, one side is this bright, glowing, um, cold fusion. The sun is actually cold. It is not hot. Okay. Um, and the other side of that star is a black hole. And that it, each star represents a dimensional portal. So you have infinite dimensions, infinite universe. Everyone has their own star that they resonate with. And so one of the things I do in healing is I get people aligned to their own star. You get someone aligned to their own star, they come back to their resonant frequency. And just like a radio station where you lose it and you go off frequency and you get nothing but static, okay, well, that's how most bodies are. And so with all the things going on, the GMOs, the chemtrails, the toxins, and nevertheless TV shows and people getting upset and mood changes, 
they're off their divine frequency. We have to get them back on their divine frequency and align to their star. Once they do, everything starts coming back into rhythm. And rhythm is important. Frequency is important. And those are important uh, concepts of energy, as is another one, magnetic polarity. So when we get aligned with our magnetic polarity and frequency back into alignment with our star, with our frequency, then we start feeling much better, much stronger. We start operating better, and the sickness and disease have no place anymore. So this is this is what I do to heal souls. And what's important to understand is the soul and the body are both, they're just energy. They may seem physical. We talk about them as physical. They feel physical to us. But it's energy. And when we treat it as an energy body, not as a physical body, we can heal using energy. And we don't need any chemicals, any drugs, any physical manipulation. Uh, I've healed many crooked spines. Uh, and, I, you know, knees, elbows, doesn't just doesn't matter, okay? Because all of those things are functions or symptoms of bad energy, energy that's off. Well, when we get the energy back on and we clear the things that were causing it, then people heal. Hmm. Wow, very, very interesting. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure everyone's like, I want to ask a question. I want to ask a question. <laughs> we're going to definitely get to that. So, uh, Ed, why don't you describe uh, the group healing process that you're going to share with us yeah. today? Okay, wonderful. Uh, really thank you for the opportunity. We can't do enough of this, and I'm grateful for people like you, Dr. Kears. So to the audience here, we have to understand that anytime uh, we're going to do work together, that together is an important point because if you don't want to receive it, and if you don't, that's entirely your choice. You can just sit there and say, I don't want to participate. And if you do want to participate and receive, you have to do your part. Okay, because just like if I'm passing a ball to you, you have to catch the ball and receive it and focus on it. And so to catch and receive this energy, we have to get into sync because we are two different people, probably don't know each other. So we get our souls in sync. And so one of the first things we do is when I count to five, we take a deep breath in together. And we hold that breath and allow our mind to go empty and into stillness. And this is important because... We know anatomically your heart is in the center of your chest, right? Duh. Well, the way it connects to the universe is through the top of your head, what we'll call your crown chakra. Well, if your mind is busy, if your head is busy, that energy line is going to get blocked. Simple as that. This is why stillness is so powerful, because when the mind is empty, that heart chakra can go right through the top of your head and connect to the infinite universe. Now, it connects both to the infinite universe and it has to connect through three energy lines, both feet and the base of your spine to the heart and soul of Mother Earth as well. This is uh, earthly female, divine feminine energy connecting to divine masculine energy. You need both, period. Just like a battery needs a positive and a negative, this creates a polarity that creates energy flow. And if you know this, then you can live without food and become a breath Aryan and live off this cosmic energy coming through you. Well, it's not only cosmic, but it's earthly energy, and you have that polarity. So you can literally energize yourselves without having to 
you know, eat something and partially digest it and all that other stuff. So when I count to five, we're going to take a deep breath. I want you to allow yourself to go still. And one of the best ways to allow yourself to go still is just to sense your heartbeat. You know it's there, but if your mind is thinking, you won't sense it. So let's do that right now. On five, let's breathe in, and let's hold it. I want you to hold it and just feel, say, three heartbeats before you exhale. And when you exhale, exhale very slowly through your mouth. This is important because that puts your body into a state of harmony, and we heal when we're in a state of harmony. When we're in a state of harmony, we come in resonance. Some people call it human resonance. But we come in resonance with certain frequencies of the universe and Mother Earth that are on the frequency zone of creation. And creation is important because if we've got a damaged knee and we need to create new ligaments or new muscles or, or you know, new livers, and this is where it happens. So we have to go right into that state of harmony and stillness. With that said, I'll count to five. One, two, three, four, and five. Breathe in, hold it, empty your mind, and sense three heartbeats before you exhale through your mouth only, slowly. So if I may use you, Karen, as an example, you're thinking what's going on, you're analyzing it, let all that go here and let yourself go to stillness. There you go, wonderful. And just notice how when you go to stillness, your vibration goes up. That's the confirmation. Okay, so now with that, continue to breathe long and slow, and if you can go to five or ten heartbeats or longer between each breath, do so. I want all of you to feel your love as if it's a little golden ball the size of a golf ball right in the center of your chest. And if you need to think of someone you love in order to help this process, that's okay. And I want you to feel that love connect through the top of your head into your star up there in the universe. And as well through your feet and base of your spine, three energy cords to the heart and soul of Mother Earth. And send them love vibrationally, not with any hand movements, not with any words, but just from your heart because your heart is the center of all energy. Use your heart, not the brain, not the tongue, the heart, and send your star and Mother Earth love and gratitude. And allow that little golf ball-sized golden ball of love in the center of your chest to expand, the size of a tennis ball, connected to the infinite universe. So the bigger it gets, the stronger it gets. Expand it to the size of a softball, a volleyball. Empty the mind, empty. Stop thinking about what's going on. Trust your heart, trust the universe, and let it expand to the size of a basketball, a ball around you, a ball around your house or apartment. around your town, city, state, country, 
planet. And the universe. Multiverse. Now, I want you to listen to me with your heart here, not your head, so you don't block yourself. And you allow your energy to expand. We know that pyramids are energy magnifiers. I want you to project a pyramid around you, not visualize. Project using your heart energy. Projection is 99% heart energy and just 1% imagination. And align this pyramid to your star. Now, project a second pyramid, a giant one. This one is 5 million miles in height in galactic proportions up in space between you and your star. Project it and align to it. And vibrationally in your heart and soul, not with words, but in your heart and soul vibrationally, give this command with intention. I align my body's energy, frequency, and magnetic polarity to the universal energy field and Mother Earth. See and feel them align several times. Beautiful. Now, we know everything is energy and all energy can be transformed. So listening with your heart, mind empty, with your heart and intention, transform any and all darkness that may be around you. Transform it right into love. Transform any and all negative memories and negative thought patterns right into love. Transform any heartache, trauma, negative emotions, anger, sadness, depression, feeling offended. Transform all of that right into love and health and feel them transform. Transform any misdirected or directed energy towards you that's dark. Call it witchcraft or whatever you want to call it. Psychic attacks. Transform that right into love and prosperity. See and feel that transform. Send more love and gratitude to your star and Mother Earth. And send some to Dr. Karen for being the conduit for allowing you to reach this pinnacle here because the vibrations have risen substantially. Can you feel that, Dr. Karen? Oh, yeah. 
Definitely. Yeah. So this is what is the effect when we break past the frequency fence and we connect to these higher dimensions. And you connect to, I'll call it the universal energy field. I heard you use the word source. Um, Some people want to use the word God. Um, You connect to the infinite. Jesus said, I am in you, I am in he, and he is in me. So this is it. It's like you're floating in the ocean, you're in the water, and the water is in you. And when you raise your vibrational level using your heart, that golf ball right out to the multiverse, nothing complicated here, taught this to 10-year-olds. You reach that higher level of vibration where the dark side cannot, cannot stay on you. It's like the, the little drop of water connecting to the ocean. A little drop of water is easy to control and corrupt. The ocean is not. So we connect ourselves to that infinite field and we transform the sickness into health. Well, sickness is an energy that has a frequency. We transform it with our intent, knowing we have sovereign control, into health. Now, let's continue here. And with that, I want you to take a deep breath in because I gave you some information. You probably started thinking about it and you came down a little because your head got in the way. So we want to take a deep breath in. We'll do it in sync here on five. One, two, three, four, and five. Breathe in. Allow your mind to go empty. And real quickly, extend that golf ball right out to the multiverse again in stillness, sensing your heartbeat. Beautiful. See those two pyramids you projected again? Sense them. Align to your star, your divine frequency, and magnetic polarity. And then transform any and all negative effects of the Saturn moon matrix into love, health, and prosperity. See and feel them transform. And the ultimate protection, as you see that pyramid around you, pyramids point up, I want you to project another pyramid pointing down back to back, meaning the square surface, the bottom of your first pyramid. And then there's another pyramid pointing down around your legs, what we'll call an octahedron. It's two pyramids back to back. And fill it with violet energy. Stuart Swerdlow taught me that. Thank you, Stuart. Connected to your higher vibrations, your star, this is the ultimate protection. And transform, give the command, any negative or dark energy directed at me from any source gets transformed into love, health, and prosperity. Okay, Karen, what do you notice? Well, I'm very peaceful. And my whole body's vibrating. I feel energy very easily and very expanded. 
I'm very still. Yeah, just measuring. The average person's vibration is about 45. Yours, before we just started this show, was about 200. That's because you're a higher vibrational being. Now you're well over a million. Mm. So you're filled with love, life, and light. That stillness, that connection, all the disharmonizing energies that are around our planet, as well as your own personal emotions, opinions, you know, negative experiences that accumulated in life, many of which have dissolved and transformed. So that's why you have that peace. And that peace is where you can heal. That's where the knee can heal, the back, the cancer. It doesn't matter. Right? This is how it all cleanses. And as you saw, it's something that with a little bit of participation, anybody could do. So now let's do something even further. Again, folks, let's just take a deep breath in and get aligned. One, two, three, four, and five. Breathe in. Connect. Empty. And align yourself. And feel your heart full of love. And I want you to just imagine you're creating balls of love about the size of a basketball. And create about 20 of them. And on account of five, we're going to toss them, toss them into the capitals of Washington, London, Israel, Russia, China, and the oceans to purify and raise air energy. Ready with me? On five. One, two, three, four, and five. Toss them. Great. Now, let me show you the effect of that. Create 20 more. Project them. Not with your mind, but with your heart. Fill them all with love. And on five, you're going to toss them to every other person listening to the show right now, recorded or live. doesn't matter. And as well, allow yourself to receive. Now, some of you started thinking, no, empty the mind. Toss them with your heart, not your head. Stay connected. On five, we toss them to each other. One, two, three, four, and five. Toss. Brilliant. You feel that, Karen? Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, well, the capitals of all those major countries in the oceans got that same pulse. So the vibrations of the planet rose some just with that exercise and the wonderful people you have on your show here. Mm. I just don't want to talk right now. (laughs) Well, and I'll explain why. As you were talking to me earlier, you were obviously in your head with your sharp intellect and, and intuitive mind. And Buddha said, when you go into the space of nothingness, everything becomes known. So now that you're in that space of nothingness, going into your head and asking a question seems about 50 steps down from where you are. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Enjoy the stillness and let your audience enjoy the stillness. Now, it may not 
be your typical radio show, which is filled with noise, but you're about healing and energy, and the stillness allows that energy to pervade. And pervade it does. And this is magical and available to all of us. But remember, Jesus said, I am in he, and he is in me. No reference to an external God, and certainly no reference to any religion or holy book. Something I needed to learn as a born-again Christian, which I'm no longer. I really needed to learn that. And this is the result. Connecting to the infinite. And he said, even the least among you can do the same as I in greater. This is how, because when the infinite comes through you, you can do the miracles. Provided you've bypassed the frequency fence, provided you've cleaned up your, what I'll call your house, your mind, body, and spirit, you've prevented the dark side through their Saturn moon matrix and all their other tricks from affecting you. This is the result. That's really good. Yes. I have a course called Self-Healing Mastery, which is seven detailed sessions. We just did about 15 minutes here. That's about seven 90-minute sessions. We do this and more so that you learn how to connect, defend yourself, protect yourself, and clear and clean yourself. Raise your energy to this level and higher so that you can transmute, transform poverty into prosperity, anger into love, um, fear into desire and love and, and these types of things, which have value, disease into health. It's another transformation, toxicity into antioxidants. Uh, many times I've cleared and show people how to clear their own tap water, and they felt that through even some of the dirtiest tap water, the biggest cities, and so forth. doesn't matter. Water is very energy receptive and it has mm-hmm. energy memory. So everything becomes possible when we connect to the infinite here. So for those listening and feeling awesome like I am, you may want to check out Ed's Self-Healing Mastery Program. I got a quick link for you uh, that's easy to remember. So it's karencan.com forward slash self-healing mastery. And that'll forward to Ed's uh, page where you can learn more about his uh, self-mastery program, their group sessions, group healing, clearing sessions on you know personal development, home energy clearing, organ revival, weight loss, uh, glandulars, repair, relationship issues, prosperity stuff, business things, clearing blocks and trauma. So just right up everyone's alley, at least the ones that uh, follow me. So this is so awesome, Ed. Would you want to share anything else about your program you want people to know before we go to Q&A? Well, this exercise that we did is really the first 15 minutes of it. So the rest of it is, is just continued. So, I mean, I one story, I had a, a lady, Andrea, from England, and she had trouble with her teenage daughter who was getting a little snappy, and as Andrea told me, hanging out with the wrong crowd and starting to smoke cigarettes and, and uh, get depressed a lot and listen to those musical groups that use uh, skeletons and skulls on their album covers <laughs> and so on. 
And um, Andrea asked me for help. And so when her daughter was sleeping, I just had Andrea connect in a unique way and transform all mistrust, all tension, all rebellion, and so forth into love and connection. And we did it in a special way, connecting their hearts. And she said, my daughter woke up. She told me she loved me before she went on to school. While she was on the school bus, she texted me and thanked me for everything. And she goes, I was just, I was just mesmerized at, at the transformation. Well, this is what happens. I have helped many couples uh, ready for divorce or in divorce proceedings. One gentleman named Sandy who was going through a vicious divorce in L.A., and he was quite wealthy, quite wealthy couple, so they had expensive divorce attorneys who were really trashing each other. And I said to him, I said, Sandy, even if your wife has nothing to do with this, I said, if you're holding a rope and she's holding the other end, and we'll call that a heart cord or an energy cord, and I said, you start waving that rope up and down, will the waves propagate down to her whether she believes in this or not? He says, yes, absolutely. I said, correct. I said, so transform all the anger, all the jealousy, all the vengefulness into love, forgiveness, and higher wisdom. Well, he did that for two weeks, and they reconciled. Beautiful. That's that's what's possible. A realtor um, told me she had a buyer and seller. They're always fighting and out negotiating. She goes, Ed, I really need the commission for the sale. I had her transform all of that competition and greed and so forth into love and cooperation. She goes, Ed, I couldn't believe it. The close happened in 15 minutes. They left shaking, shaking hands and smiling. And it was the smoothest close I'd ever been through. <laughs> so, you know, awesome. there, there's no limit here as to what's possible. We had a lady do it with a lump on her breast, you know, she had breast cancer. She could literally feel the, the thing breaking apart. So all of that is included when uh, learning how to do those things and self-healing mastery with the goal that you never need a healer again. It's not to create dependence on me or anyone else it's for the highest and best interest of all concerned which is for you to learn to connect yourself directly and not depend on someone so it's nice to you know help others and have others help us but being able to do it yourself is really powerful you don't need any drugs any uh, pills any potions you just need your heart and love which if you're listening to this you certainly have that's all Mm, that's beautiful. Now, you have a self-healing mastery program and a self-healing mastery plus program? Yeah, self-healing mastery plus is after they do the self-healing mastery program, we meet once a month. And we, um, that's where, that's like graduate school. Okay? Ah. And so this is what helps us stay in tune. Uh, you do self-healing mastery, and then once a month we all meet, kind of like a radio station like this, but, but you know, in silence, in intensity, where we change our DNA. One of the things that I've really been working on is we de-age. I've created liquid light that we can pour into people's chakras where they can literally feel their whole energy and cells vibrating. And they go look in the mirror, and on average, people feel 15 to 20 years younger after the session. And we have them rate that, how old you are biologically, how old you feel, and then how old you feel after the session. And the difference is generally 20 years with the average participant being in their late 40s. So it, it, it 
just gives me great joy to see a 65-year-old lady tell me she feels 28 years old. And she <laughs> does, and you can feel it in your skin, the tension in your skin. The uh, People see it in their eyes. Her eyes start glowing brighter because the soul has been restored, and the skin is an organ. Uh, but all the organs, you know, the kidneys, the liver, the pancreas, all the organs revive, and that's what we call de-aging. So that's possible, too. So that's what we do in Self-Healing Mastery Plus. Once people master the skills in Self-Healing Mastery, and then I also train healers once or twice a year. And uh, we just had a training in the Philippines where I had a bunch of, I'll call them nervous Nellies, coming in, not sure if they could ever do these things. And within uh, a day, getting people on the Internet and healing people they never had met or heard of before of all kinds of ailments. And that's called Healing Genius Mastery. And self-healing mastery is a prerequisite for that. You have to master those skills, which we just did here. So master your stillness, master your love. I had a medical doctor come and take it, and he's been healing people left and right since then. He can't believe how how good he is, but he is. And um, he asked me, what do I need to prepare to be a healer? I said, there's no books. I said, stillness and love. That's it. Don't overthink this. It's not your brain. It's not information. It's transformation. And love and the power of your heart is what causes a transformation. So stillness and love, medical doctor. So that's the key here to really heal. And you have to realize you're not going to get corroboration with most of what I shared here. The dark side is really powerful in this misinformation and disinformation. So if your brain has a lot of self-doubt and you want to reason you're not going to find this. This information's been destroyed. It's been hidden. Prophets like Jesus and many others knew this, but of course their information, their real teachings have been hidden. So, Ed, if, if, if someone is sensitive and they're feeling the, um, say, the emotions of someone else or even mass consciousness or Mother Earth, um, when we do your exercise, that transforms all of their emotions too, yes? Uh, okay. When we raise in vibrations, yes, we become more sensitive to things. And that could be people that we know, people that we're connected with, their emotions and feelings. And that may be positive and it may not be positive. Okay? The reality is we have to learn to detach. Attachment is the cause of all misery. No one can rob your energy unless they... Uh, unless they first attach to you. They have to attach to you. Just like a pickpocket, he has to connect to you to take your money. So take your energy, a demon or an entity, or so, uh, the, the sorcerer or the witch, has to attach to you. You have to learn to detach. Connect only to what I'll call your star and Mother Earth, I'll say heaven and earth, more palatable term. Detach from everything else. That's essential. That's where you have ultimate power because attachment creates energy leaks. And I want you to think of uh, a soul as a balloon. And the spirit is the mylar, and the energy is the air inside the balloon. Well, most people are shattered balloons because they've got so many holes. When we learn to repair the holes and detach so that there are no pinholes, there are no energy leaks, then we can fill that balloon and stays full. Just like a full tire, it runs well. Half full tire or flat tire doesn't run well. Most people are running on flat tires. So when we sense other people's negative emotions, okay, your senses are awake, but we have to detach from all that. 
you watch the news, you see all the wars, you see all the tragedies, and no matter where, somewhere on the planet, there's going to be tragedies, and the news is going to put a microscope right on that and blow it up right into your living room. You have to detach. So, Ed, what I've had, um, and this has happened to me, uh, is I'll we'll have what I call an ascension upgrade. Uh, we'll level up in energies, and then when I wake, I'll have a habit of checking my boundaries. You know, this is the pinhole leaks in the butt balloon, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and uh, there might be a few boundaries, you know, that were 100% happy, but since the ascension upgrade and since the increase in sensitivity, now they're down again. So then I restore the boundaries, and they're good for a while. Uh, and it might be different boundaries. Um, mass consciousness, Mother Earth might be the, the two most that I see for most sensitives that they're having boundary issues with. Um, but is there a way of like permanently, <laughs> even with uh, our expansion and our increased sensitivity, to permanently like keep our boundaries 100% intact? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember one mother asking me whose son had a drug addiction with Adderall. She go, and, you know, he was doing really demonic things when he was on that drug. She goes, can't you put a force field around him to prevent demons from coming into him when he does the drugs? And I'm like, no, he has complete sovereignty. We would never grow if that happened. If we put ourselves into that bubble so we we're fully protected, how would we grow? Mm. And you're here to grow. You follow? So just like that seed that you plant, it's there to grow. If you put a a boundary to prevent any worms or, you know, other things to harm or anything. Well, yeah, you could protect it, but then it would never grow. So I like that analogy. What it's all about. And, you know, you have to take the sunlight and the water, but deal with the other factors, the predatory factors that are in your space so that you can grow. So this is just like you brush your teeth, I hope. And, uh, <laughs> Just like you take showers, you wash, you bathe, you have to learn to clean your energy field and protect it. And it's not much more difficult or, uh, than what we just did here. But you must do it. You do that a few times a day, not once a month. Do it as often as you brush your teeth, which hopefully for most people is two or three times a day. So we have to learn to clean our energy and tune our energy. And if people clean and tune their energy, which is more important than brushing your teeth or bathing, it, you know, it'd be rare to get sick. And mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. I have seven employees. In the last year and a half, we have had a total of three sick days, cumulative out of all seven employees. I mean, and we align together at least once a day and clean our energy. All right? That's it. Three sick days for seven people a year and a half. That's it. Beautiful. So this works. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for saying that because I feel like a broken record sometimes when I'm talking to my students or my patients. I said, then I use the same analogy. So it says, you know, do you bathe? Do you brush your teeth? Do you, you know? Um, so mm-hmm. we have to clean our energy fields and ground and keep that up. And people think about mm-hmm. these other things, but they don't think about their own energy field. So when the, when the young 14-year-old goes to class, and takes a test and is freaking out because he can feel everybody else's anxiety and doesn't do well on the test, well, he needs to learn how to manage his own energy field. So thank you for validating that. Oh. Yeah, that's great. 
Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Lovely. I love that answer. Thank you. Well, I actually was asking that on behalf of Marion, who had to leave early. But um, uh, thank you, Marion, for the question. Uh, Ed, are we good to do some Q&A and some mini handlings, possibly? Let's do it. Fantastic. Thank you. So if uh, you're on the phones, you can uh, dial uh, I believe it's star six to uh, get on the queue here. And you can also uh, go on the chat as well. Um, and then I can unmute, unmute you if you are on online for that as well. So we have, let's see here, 804. So let me unmute you. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hi there. And Hello, I Ashley. have, I'm having issues with, kind of, I guess, staying grounded, staying in my body, um, doing healing work, I find that I'm either um, often leaving my body or um, I've had healers tell me that it's like my soul fragments into pieces and I have to be put back together. For some reason, I'm not able to keep it together to get the healing done that needs to be done. So I'm hoping you can help yeah, me with that. So- yeah, so what you have, and this is what many healers have, is you have what we'll call negative or false spirit guides. And what they do, just like if you have a compass that's not working and you go in the wrong direction, these negative spirit guides, many healers try to connect to angels, and and they don't differentiate between dark angels and not. And I'll give you a, a great example. In my recent Healing Genius Mastery training, we had angelic visits two days in a row, and you could feel the light beams around us and so forth. Well, the third day, we went to the same table by the beach, and we raised our energy and vibration, attracting and connecting. Uh, and now, different set of, quote-unquote, angels came, celestial beings, and they tried to pretend to be just like the first two. It's almost like they saw the first, the first two nights. And now they're imposters, and their vibrations were lower, and I could sense that, and we gave the declaration, no one enters my field unless they come with the highest levels of love for our highest and best interest, period. So this is what's essential for you, because when we connect to, quote, unquote, these higher dimensions, we think everything is love, life, and light. Well, no, it's not. There's predators out there. There's a dark side. You're in the earth farm. And there's sheepdogs to prevent you from leaving. There's fences, frequency fences to prevent you from leaving, and lots of misinformation and disinformation. So you're a dear soul. You have bright and a great heart and great intent. Um, right now, your soul strength, as I measure it, is about 65 or 70%. So let's just take a deep breath in with me together, and let's get rid of these negative spirit guys, and this would be great for everyone here. On five. One. Two, three, four, and five. Breathe in. Expand your love just like we did a few moments ago. Allow yourself to go in the stillness. And just vibrationally give the command I recall all of my power. Vibrationally from your heart and soul, not with your tongue and head. Heart and soul. There you go. And then give this command, and I'll say it twice here. I command any and all beings 
that are attached to my soul that do not come with the highest levels of love to leave now and forever. Say it again. I command any and all beings attached to my soul from any lifetime, any dimension, any universe that are not aligned with the highest levels of love, my highest and best interest, leave now and forever. You feel that? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. And are you thinking a little bit? And that's why you felt it a little bit. While we did that, your mind was on about 5%, which is not bad, and you're on the radio and you don't know me. The mind is a defense mechanism. But if you were more still, you would have felt it a lot more. But this is a recording, and you can listen to it again. And the next time you listen to it, allow yourself to go into stillness. Then you will feel it and have that effect. Now, I know Karen was listening. Karen, what did you feel? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me. <laughs> I was like, woo, yeah, baby. <laughs> ah, I feel it really big. So, so oh. yeah, to the, to the caller here. Ashley. We have sovereignty. Ashley, it, it, we have sovereignty over our own souls. But when you let these things in, then they can lead you astray. So this is your issue. Use That's that declaration really and, and do it from your soul in stillness, and you'll be okay. Wow, great direction. Thank you so much. Ashley, are you good? Yeah. We're going to go to Christy next. Sure, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, Ashley. All right. So, Hi. Christy, hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Hi, Good. Christy. Um, I was just going to ask for help about, like, not just the sensitivities, but other allergies that, that the you know, my body uh, has had, you know, that are that is affecting, like, other things other than just energies but foods and things like that which everything is energy but um but yeah so that i'm able to like eat more foods and to go out in the sun and and things like that okay so first off always when i look at someone i look at the strength of their soul because no matter what the symptom they tell me i never address symptoms all right i look at the soul strength how strong is this person so you're pretty strong and I'm getting you're at about 80%. Now, 80% is pretty strong compared to most people. It's not 100%. So when they get, just like if a tire is supposed to have 30 pounds per square inch, and now it's got 22, it'll still run okay, but, it, you know, you'll start noticing around the corners or at high speeds, uh, you know, some um, things going astray. So allergies, never had an allergy case that I couldn't help. Never had a chronic depression or a chronic fatigue case I couldn't help because all of these are symptomatic of us being off our divine frequency. And as well, uh, with all due respect, you have some dark energies on you. Okay? So these things are draining your soul. 
and you're off your divine frequency. Now, when you get back on your divine frequency, this is when your sleep comes back. This is when your natural body rhythms come back. And then things like allergies can dissolve away. So it takes a little more one-on-one work. It would take a a couple of sessions um, and so forth, you know, hour-long sessions. I I don't want to misguide you and think we can do it in, in a minute here on the radio. But we can get back on to that divine frequency. In the Self-Healing Mastery course that Karen had mentioned that she gave you a link for, uh, you can use that, the skills in that, to, to do it as well. So that's what's possible. Clear the dark energies and get back on your divine frequency. Does that help you, Kristen? Yes, thank you. Mm, thank you for the question. Awesome. Okay, next person, uh, area code 912. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. This is fascinating. I have to, t- I have to say that first because it's so, so interesting. Um, I do have a question about, like, back pain and, like, spinal alignment because okay. mine yeah. tends to be out. <laughs> All right. Let me just tune into you. So your soul strength is about 70%, which is not bad, but it's not 100. Okay. Now, back pain if I just quickly tune into your back, I see a lot of what I'll call uncertain emotions, self-doubt, and you're storing that in your back. And mm. just like if we take a straw and there's energy flow or airflow in that straw, if we take a little piece of paper and put it in the straw bar, see airflow. Okay, that's a blockage. So when we have what I'll call trapped emotions, unhealed emotions, which I, I don't think there's probably a soul on the planet that doesn't have some. These prevent the meridians and things from flowing and preventing things from coming back into alignment. So in self-healing mastery, we have a process called cleaning your house, your house meaning your mind, body, and spirit. So you get to transform the anger, the uncertainty, transform self-doubt into self-confidence. That is tremendous. And you get to transform even the upset you had when your best friend went out with a boy you had a crush on in high school and things like that. You know, <laughs> those things are in your energy field from back when you were in school and young. And those things had a, a profoundly negative effect, depressing effect. And we have to clean that stuff up. Just like cleaning under the carpet and under the refrigerator, you have to. Otherwise, that dirt creates a really dark, a negative energy. So. Does that make sense for you, Stephanie? Absolutely. That hits the nail right on the head. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, Really appreciate you calling, Stephanie. Can I ask one more quick question? Sure, Stephanie. As as far as, like, um, if you're doing work on somebody else, like, do you necessarily need to have permission to do the work on them? Well, uh, Oops, we lost Ed there for a sec. Okay. Um, All right, so Ed, we'll have to call back. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. was a loaded question, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, hmm, he's really thinking about it. But no, no, so we'll have to get Ed to to call back in here. Um, I know we got a few more folks on the line. Uh, Are you guys... um, I think I'm going to ask Ed to 
kind of redefine a little bit briefly the difference between what he said soul strength, soul energy, and healing power was? Would that be helpful, or do you guys pretty much have it? Um, actually, whoops, let me take you off of Q&A here. You're going to have to put your hand back up, everybody. So I'm going to Okay. <laughs> that would be good? Yes, please. Okay, great, Cassandra. All right, so um, we're going to see if uh, Ed, uh, we can get Ed back on here. Hang on, I'm just going to hit the... Um... All right, so... Um, um, so Stephanie could, was asking. Are we with Stephanie? Yes. So. Yes. Okay. Let me answer her question about permission. This is a great question, by the way. Mm-hmm. First off, it, and I get this a lot. Can you heal my dad? He's not interested in spiritual topics and thinks it's weird. Okay. Now, so, you know, um, people have sovereignty over their own selves. They have free will and have the right to believe and accept what they got, what they want and don't want. So, on one level, it's a bit rude, if not in violation, to go into their house without their permission, go into their pocketbook or, you know, wallet without their permission. And it's the same with their own energy field. If they don't want it, they don't accept it. A, as a healer, they're probably not going to receive anything. Jesus in the Bible, if you look at all the stories, he never helped anyone unless they came and asked. Okay? So that's on one level. Now, let's just say your child's at school and there's a lot of, disharmonious energies at school and a lot of evil things going on. You don't need permission to go ahead and clean that school up, all right, and transform because it's for the highest and best interest of all concerned. And it has to be at that highest and best interest of all concerned. If there's a spot in the highway where there's a lot of car accidents, that's because there's probably some dark energies here. You don't need the, the highway commissioner to send you a letter granting you permission. So, you know, on that level, you're working for the highest and best interest of all concerned. On a personal level, unless it's a baby where, of course, if you have the permission from the mother or the grandmother, like in the story I shared earlier, yes. But if, you know, this person just doesn't accept and doesn't want, you have no business being there. And they have the right to their own self-determination uh, and free will. So... That's the best way I can answer your question. And, and for me personally, I don't ever try to heal someone unless they come and ask. Now, just last night, I had a mother with an eight-month-old baby. The mother asked. The eight-month-old baby couldn't ask, of course, but the mother could. And this baby had some severe muscular problems, which the doctors told her there was no cure for. Well, I tuned in. That baby was at 40% soul strength, and it had heavy curses. Okay, removed the curses, and the body came back to normal. Okay, and this was over the phone in 15 minutes. This is all possible. So, you know, uh, I hope that answers your question, Stephanie, does it? Yes, very much so. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank welcome. you so much, Stephanie. Um, Penny's asking, um, is Ed using mus- divine muscle testing for his answers? I don't think so, Penny. I think he's just tuning in to the higher truth. So, Ed, did you want to answer that one? Yeah, no, you, that, that's correct. Uh, muscle testing, essential oils, you know, all Reiki, these are what we'll call lower dimensional methods. They work on a lower dimension. If you want 
to hold your door open because it keeps slamming. You get a wedge and you hold it open. You don't pray and you try to use spiritual energy because it's a, trying to use higher dimensional stuff for a lower dimensional problem. You get a wedge and you hold the door open. Okay? So you have to understand the dimensions of certain things. So muscle testing, I'm not, I mean, I've certainly seen people do it. It's been done on me. Uh, but no, I don't use that. I, I don't use any of those types of things. Occasionally, I will use a pendulum, but even a pendulum, if it's not act, if, if if you're not tuned into the field of truth, you're just going to get what's on your subconscious mind, which is why the world problems haven't been solved with the invention of pendulums. Okay, so it's tuning into this higher field of truth and the realities. You can sense that in your heart and soul. You don't need a pendulum, but occasionally I use one, but I don't need it. So that's um, that's the key here is understanding these dimensions. And, and there's a lot of what we'll call lower dimensional techniques which don't apply in higher dimensional work. And that's where things are getting mixed up here. Thanks, Penny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. And I think that there's a lot of times, that's why sometimes people get different answers um, because they're tuned into something different. And uh, I always like to say that it's sort Correct. of like training wheels for your higher intuition. Um it, but it doesn't Correct. always mean that it's, it's accurate for everyone. Point. And who are you asking, right? You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, when you're doing Correct. that. Well, and and people have different perceptions. You know, when she says, mm-hmm. "Is there a demon?" and she's using her, well, a demon for her in her mind and conscious mind and subconscious have a different definition than mine. So I may get a yes, you may get a no, but because we have different definitions, you follow. So yeah, there's well, not one master definition. Well, what we usually um, share with folks is uh, assuming that they they can be, um, you know, connected to the to source and get the answers purely from source. Is we ask them to check the light score of that being, because like you said, there are a lot of guides, there's so-called guides that are cloaked in light, but they're actually dark. Um, and uh, when sure. you ask for the true light score, uh, oftentimes that gives it away. And I b- agree with you as far as you know, like the, some of the, you know top, you know, best-selling authors and very famous people, whatever, oftentimes they get a lower light score than somebody else that's completely obscure and isn't known, you know, necessarily uh, that's, in, well, in the that's, big that's, stage. That's, that's a, a very, very good point. And you have to realize, and this is something that, boy, I've received a lot of flack for, but I don't care. I'm not trying to win friends and influence people. You can go to Dale Carnegie for that. I'm here to awaken the population, and law truth awakens, and a lot of times it offends people who are sucked into the lies. Most of the people, 99% of the people that you see on TV and on that bestsellers list are there by the dark side. They're illuminated. They're part of what we'll call the Illuminati. So this is why, for example, Joel Osteen couldn't heal a sick bird from five feet away. Neither could Jimmy Swaggett, um, uh, Pat Robertson, none of those people. They're aligned with Lucifer. This is why Tony Robbins, at the end of I Am Your Guru, puts up the devil's horn sign, and he's saying, God bless you. This is why the Pope, when he addressed Washington and he used the word God, he put up the 666 hand sign, which also looks like the OK sign. And this is all available on YouTube. So most of the people, if not all, 99%, Oprah is no exception, the Hay House and Doreen Virtue and all those people, they are aligned with the dark side. They get illuminated. They get famous. This is who most people follow. And the reality is they are transmitting spells and dark energies and demons through the material. And this is how people pick up false spirit guys like the beautiful soul Stephanie before and, and so on. 
So they are there to dissuade and misinform and disinform the population. And that's why they can't heal. In order to be able to heal at a profound level, you have to connect to higher dimensions of love, life, and light, and only a true heart can do that. A corrupted heart cannot. So this is why you see the 99.999% of priests, nuns, pastors, and religious people couldn't heal a sick bird from five feet away. Okay? Really understand that, folks, and you can connect with your own heart and soul and learn to heal yourself with your own love. Love and truth are what heal. Mm, beautiful. Uh, we've got uh, area code 845. Hey, Jill. Hi, Jill. I was going to say hi, Jill. Hi, Dr. Karen. Hello, hi, Jill. Ed. Um, I, um, I've been ill for many, many years, and um, I was wondering if you can sense that I have um, offensive energies of any kind that okay, are... Okay, say no more. Yeah, don't say any more. So first off, soul strength is about 45%. Uh, and let me tune in a little deeper. Yeah, so here's what you got, my dear. You've got demons and what we'll call a neg- negative soul contracts. Negative soul contracts are where in a past life you took an oath or a vow to some dark organization that is on your soul that is suppressing you in this lifetime and draining your soul. This is why your soul is weak. So with that, let's take a deep breath in and get rid of these negative soul contracts. Is this okay, Karen? Absolutely. All right, so Jill, on five, take a deep breath in with me. One, two, three, four, and five. Breathe in. Feel your love expand and allow your mind to go still, Jill. Completely empty so that you get the most out of this. And then from your heart and soul, with your own vibrations and intention, mind empty, keep this command. I renounce and rescind any and all soul contracts, vows, oaths, promises, agreements from any and all lifetimes, any and all universes, any and all dimensions that are not aligned with the highest levels of love. I renounce and rescind them now and forever. Now, I'm removing the demons from you. I'm restoring your life force as we speak. And to help me with that, give the command from your heart and soul, I recall all of my power. Right from your heart and soul with intention. Bring it right back into you. I align my soul with the universal energy field and Mother Earth right back into your divine frequency. How do you feel now, Jill? What do you notice? Oh, my gosh. Extreme expansion. Beautiful. There you go. You're going to get better, my dear. Okay? You do well. Thanks for sharing. Thanks so much. 
I well, I can't go without my dear dear friend Kathy <laughs> uh, getting a turn. Okay. So Kathy, hello. Hi there. Hello. Hi Kathy. Hi there. Uh, yeah, just would love a check-in. <laughs> okay, so very simple, Kathy. Okay, so you're a very high vibrational. Your vibrations are at about 600, which the average person is 45. Okay, your soul strength. Well, your soul strength is, is right there at 100%. So whatever you're doing, it's working. Woohoo! Okay, so now 600 is brilliant, Kathy, and there's there's infinite room to grow. Okay, so let's not get complacent here. You know, if you raise your energy further, as I mentioned with Dr. Karen, uh, she went over a million with the exercises we did. Uh, now, you know, as you evolve, um, those vibrations will go higher. So you can average 6,000 and, and, you know, 60,000 and well over 100,000 on average. So 600, you're in the top, you know, 1%. Okay, congratulations. And you're not going to walk on water, okay? You walk on water when it's 600,000. <laughs> so you're going to be able to float and, and connect to higher divine energies and quickly discern the dark side and their tricks, you know, at those higher vibrations. So uh really commend you on your great work. Keep going. Oh, thank you for the. Oh yeah, she's she's been growing by leaps and bounds. A little a little pushing from me, but leaps yeah, and bounds. Absolutely pushing from you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can do it, Kathy. And and uh, thank you, Kathy. And uh, I just wanted to let you know, Ed, that Cassandra, who had the head fogginess, she said, "My head has cleared. I can now focus and listen again." Thank you, Ed. So awesome. Oh, uh, you're welcome, Cassandra. Uh, and, and everyone else said that exercises help. Wonderful. Thank you for feeding that back to me, Karen. It's always great to to hear that stuff. Oh, my pleasure. Um, Let's just end for today. I want to thank you, Ed, very, very much for your amazingly generous time and your expertise and your high vibration. What wonderful group and many healings and readings that you did today for us. Uh, We are so grateful for Mm -hmm. you being here and also everyone. Thank you for having me, Dr. Karen. What a wonderful group you have. 